This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of Swickin' with Chris. And this time, I am joined with by a, a really, I think, a good friend who I met through this whole podcasting and some conventions is Jeff McGee. Hello, Jeff McGee. Hi, Chris. So since this is Episode 4, that means this one's getting released first. Is that how that works? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. And so, is this one the original, <laughs> then? <laughs> yes, this is the original non I'm on it so you know it's not the special edition because nothing I'm involved in is ever special. Oh, come on, stop it. You're you're very <laughs> special. That's that's why I had you on my list to be in one of my my minds of season 1. Come on now. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm I'm, I'm honored and elated to be here. Well, I was telling you earlier, it's it's I'm doing these to you know for fillers so when we don't have an episode you know, just something new, something different. Just me talking to a listener, a fan of um, Star Wars and character, and you were one of the originals that I that I thought of. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, you're saying it's all filler, no killer. Correct. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, I got ten questions. I've been asking everybody the same exact ten questions, and answer honestly. Please don't be embarrassed. Just, just, just you know, speak with your heart. This- this concept sounds oddly familiar. I don't know where I've heard this concept before of having someone on a show and asking them questions. I don't know where. I know, if only that show was good, know. though, you know? I know, right? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I, I I think the host was just, I don't know, something some about some the Some jackass. Yeah, some jackass. Uh, <laughs> folks, we're talking about Bantha Banter, which you can find on Marvin Dog Media, uh, www.marvindogmedia.com. Uh which Chris has been a guest on. I so have. You can seek out that episode. We had a lot of fun there. But anyway, I, dig- I but I digest. Okay. All right. This is all right. Question one. Obvious. It's, it's the first question. So you know, Jeff, where are you from? I was born and raised in Paris, Texas, which is the second largest Paris in the world, home to a three-story. I guess it's three. I'm actually be closer to six-story Eiffel Tower, which was built my senior year in high school in 1995 by the new uh, Civic Center. And I thought it was really great when they built it. I thought, that's kind of classy. It's a way to honor our namesake and everything. I came home a year later after I'd been in college for a year, and somebody had taken a very large red cowboy hat and put it up on top of the Eiffel Tower and set it at a rakish angle. And uh, it immediately became far less classy and far less cool. So are you – I don't know any history. Is is that Paris? Is that really named after Paris? Over in France, uh, I, I honestly have no idea. Okay. I assume so. Uh, there is here's something else you may not know is there is a Paris in every state in the United States. I did not know that. But Paris, Texas is the largest of all the Parises in the United States I, by virtue of the fact that it's the second largest Paris in the world. It's about twenty five thousand people. Uh, yeah, and I I grew up in the same house. I lived in the same house until I was twenty three, uh, and when wow. I moved out to go to college was when I moved out of that house. Well, I lived you know the, my first year in college I was in a dorm and yeah. came back. But yeah. Was there for uh, yeah for the first twenty three years of my life. So you were were you uh, you were born and then you were taken there when when you were a baby. All no, I was born I was born in Paris. 
Oh, look at that. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I lived in like four or five different houses all in Quakertown, but I never lived in one place until I moved out. That, that's pretty cool, though. Were you, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Were you sad well, it, when it's it time to like, like move out? Well, we, I, actually, I was. It was weird. You know, the first time I moved, it was a, a pain. It was a cluster because I'd never done it before. Uh, and especially since I moved to Mississippi, of all places, to finish up my, my theater degree. Uh, since then, I counted it up today. I've, I've moved. I've lived in 10 different places since then. So the first 23 years of my life, I lived in one place. And see, I'm 44 now. So the next 21 years. No, is that right? 19. How does that work? I, on, I, it's 21. Math. Yes, tw- math is not my. I, I said I had a theater degree, not a math degree. So in 21 years, I've moved. I've, I've lived in 10 different places. So that's how that works. I, I live the life of a nomad now. Apparently, moving's rough too. Like, and I guess like the more shit you have, and then the more time, it's a pain in the ass. And, and when you're a collector like me, you can imagine yeah. uh, packing up everything. My my jumbo gentle giant figures that I have are the biggest pain in the ass because I have to get them all in a box and. You can't stack them or anything, so yeah, it's 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 been a pain, but uh, you know it's 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 worth it to have uh, my my walls papered with uh, everything that I love. But uh, yeah, you know the the moving thing. Now that I'm older and I can afford it, I always hire movers. Um, somebody said once, if you're over the age of thirty, you're too old to ask your friends to help move for pizza and beer. And I said, you know what, I agree with that. <laughs> But do you do you pack up your own shit though, or do you have them pack it up for you? Oh no, I always pack up my own stuff because okay. a it get, gets really expensive when you have, when you pay people to pack it for you, but that way I can kind of determine what goes in what box. You know, I, it, it's kind of like pack, bagging your own groceries. You know, yeah. you, you don't bag you, you know if you don't bag your own groceries, somebody's gonna gonna throw your dog food in on top of your eggs. Yes, <laughs> I know because I've done that when I was a grocery bagger. We just we just learned we just started this <clears throat> last week. A giant, you can actually scan your shit. As you're shopping and bagging it all the way, the whole aisle one through twenty, as you go. So all you, know, you there's do a, is go up there and then you scan it in and boink, and there it is. There's, there's no bagging or scanning up uh, at the front. Oh, it's uh, so yeah. It's uh, there's an Amazon has put some brick and mortar stores, I believe, in the Seattle area that uh, scan everything as you're putting it in your bag and as you leave, you walk through basically like a scanner and it scans everything that's in your bag and it just charges your credit card. You don't oh. even have to break stride. Wow, that that's even yeah. faster. Yeah, it saves time. I mean, because we used we used to, you know we would go to Giant and we and we go um and we bag it. You 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 scan and bag it yourself. We're doing that forever, but now it's that I hate this shit. You well, you guys scan it, put it in the bag. It weighs it. It's in there. Okay, next item. So it takes fucking forever. Yeah, I can imagine. You're trying to, you're trying to, trying. Well, it's like uh, if when I go to, I can't believe we're talking about this on a podcast. Um, <laughs> shopping when, when in I, character. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, merchandising in character. Um, like when I go to Walmart now, uh, if I'm buying like uh, produce, and you have to go to the self checkout now because the neighborhood markets around me, uh, that's all they have. And you you put the uh, the item on the on the scale, and I was like, you can scan it, and it, for every single time you have to click no, don't scan, because every time you try to scan it, it doesn't scan anyway. So, every, but it's the same thing; it, it slows you down because you put one thing on there, you have to hit the button no, and then you know type in whatever or look it up, put in your bag. Next one, same thing, all over again. So it takes forever. Yeah, it takes and I, forever. And it never fails. I get behind somebody who's never done this before. Yeah, and doesn't understand that you can't put your tomatoes and your onions and your cucumbers all in the same bag and <laughs> go at the same time. Oh, when did we get old? 
Oh my! Immediately, I, I had a hard time walking down the stairs to come down here. You know. But um, all right. So we know where you're from now, okay? Yes. This this one this might take you. This may be a long answer. Ready? What was your first Star Wars experience? The first Star Wars experience I ever had was uh, my brother took me to see The Empire Strikes Back in 1980. It's the first movie I remember seeing in the theater. I know that I went to the movies before then, but that's the that's the first film I remember going and sitting through and seeing. Um, I actually have a mental image in my head of going to see Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back. <laughs> but there's just like this one fleeting moment. And I'll tell you the moment is, if you've seen the film, there's a moment where one of the kids is walking around uh, at the house at night that's what I remember is this kid walking around with a candle smart. around there. Uh, I watched it a couple of years ago and I was trying to remember what the scene was and I found it. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, the empire strikes back was my brother took me to see it. And when Harrison Ford, when Han Solo turned around to Chewbacca and said, laugh it up fuzzball, that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my young life at that point. Yeah. And I laughed long enough that my brother got annoyed. Uh, <laughs> after that, I think the, probably the following Saturday, I went to Walmart with my mom and I bought a uh, C-3PO action figure. That was my first action figure that I ever owned. Was it the, so I guess the Empire one was the one that, that, that yeah, came, came apart? Yeah, on the Empire card, yeah. And, and I actually have one. Uh, probably about 20 years ago, I bought another one uh, on the Empire card so I would have it, you know, the, my first figure basically again. And I have in my collection. How old were you in 83? No, 80. When, when I, in 80, I would have been uh, three and I, you, I would have and you remember that, and, yeah, vividly. Wow. I'm going to tell you, I was a, I was a baby genius. <laughs> were you were you wearing a little tiny hat too back then? Uh, no, I had hair back then. So, uh, <laughs> although I, I, it's funny, when I was a kid, uh, my mom used to, always told me that whenever somebody would come in and they had a cap on, I would always talk them out of the cap before they left. No I had way. this collection of caps when I was a kid. Yeah, and my grandfather, my my mother's father, who I never knew, he he passed away when I was seven months old. Um, always wore a hat. And there's a picture of him holding me as a newborn baby, and he's wearing a Trilby hat just like the the, the brown one or, the, or the, the straw one that you always see me in. Yeah, yeah. Looks almost identical to that one. That's that's adorable, though, man. Cracked me up. No, yeah, no, yeah, no no hat then. And, um, and I, I hate to bring this up and all, but um, I, I saw you, you, you lost a hat. Yeah, I did. And um, so here's the thing. I lost that. I uh, went to see Nobody, which if you haven't seen it yet, it's it's it outstanding. Is, it is is a fun movie. Um, and uh, because it was in a dine-in theater and at, at the AMC where, where I go, the dine-in theaters have these huge um, lights uh, on the back of each seat, like in between the seats so that you can see your menu. Okay. Yeah, okay. And they're so bright that I, I can't see the screen with them. So I put my hat over the one by me. And when I went to leave, I, I grabbed my hat. And then there's a there's a mid-credit sequence. That started. And I thought, oh, I sat back down, put the hat back over there and sat and watched it. And then got up to leave. Because, but because I already had the muscle memory of picking my hat up, I left it behind. Oh. Went back later that day. There had only been two showings of the film in the theater between then and when I went back. And there were only two other people in the theater besides me when I went to see me and, and, and Pam, my girlfriend, when we went to see it. So I know those people didn't take it, but nobody turned it in. So somebody walked off with my hat. Someone and right now is wearing your hat. Someone right now is wearing my hat. And I found another one on, I don't know if you're familiar with Mercari. I was not familiar with it. No. But a friend of mine found the exact same hat for sale on Mercari used from a guy somewhere in Texas. So I bought it immediately. 
And uh, it's not the same hat. I know that because it had been on sale since like August. But uh, this jackass never shipped it. So I so thought I had you, the hat back. Did you lose? Did you get back your money then or no? Uh, yes. You know, the money got refunded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No problem there. But I did find a, a reasonable facsimile on Amazon. So yeah, uh, I did lose a hat, but I added an, another hat. And I like it so much that I bought the same hat in two other colors. Because that's just who I am now, apparently. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw your 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 new hat now and on 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 Facebook. Yep, it looks yeah. nice. It's, it's, yeah, thank you, thank you. It's the same style hat and everything. Yeah. It's just not the same color and not not as nice, but uh, but it's comfy. It's fine, folks. For those that don't know, I'm bald, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, the the skin on top of your head is extremely sensitive and burns very easily. So mm-hmm. I live in Texas, where the sun uh, is always blazingly hot. So uh, you got to protect the dome. So I wear hats not only as a as a as a fashion statement. And that statement is I'm a I'm a dork, but also uh, you know they 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 do have a a medicinal function as well in that they they keep my head my head from being from burning. Do you ever like I don't I don't think I've ever seen you wear, wear like a baseball cap. Are you a baseball cap guy or no? I have a couple now. Uh, I didn't wear them for a, for a long time because. Uh, a, a, a woman that I dated for a while who wasn't very nice told me I didn't look good in them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I stopped wearing them for a while, but, uh, but I, I do have a few. Um, what I really love are uh, minor league baseball caps because I love, they always have like the goofiest, the goofiest mascots. Yeah. My favorite is the Montgomery biscuits and I've got a Montgomery biscuits hat somewhere around here. I just can't find it. Um, and the story there is uh, it's Montgomery, Alabama. And I've had it for years, and I was wearing it one day when I was in Walmart. It was like in the morning. When I was going to work uh, later in the day, I would go to Walmart in the morning to get my grocery shopping done. And I walked past a guy who worked there, and he goes, hey, are are you from Montgomery? And I thought for a second, I was like, why is this guy asking me this? And then I realized (laughs) I had my cap on, and I said, no, 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 I just like the mascot. I said, are you from there? He goes, yeah, I went to college there. I said, okay. Why are they called the biscuits? He said, "Well, that's what happens when the owner lets his four-year-old daughter pick the mascot." Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Now, is it an actually? Is there a biscuit? Is it like a, a person in a yeah, biscuit outfit? A, no, well, I there, I don't know. On on the cap, it's a, it's a biscuit wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> with like you know, with like a with eyes, a biscuit with eyes. Looks like something you might see in like a McDonald's Land commercial or something. Yeah. But and I, I have to assume that they do have a mascot there uh, for the games that is like a big walking biscuit. I I, I don't know. I've never never been able to go to a game. That'd but no, I, I do have a few caps. Okay. Um, here and there. Yeah, I, that's all. I, I got a lot of uh, baseball caps. Most, you know, mostly Star Wars or movie related somehow. All right. Question three for you, Jeff is um, who was your favorite obscure character out of everything? You can include. Prequels, sequels, cartoons, Ewok movies, whatever you want to bring up. It's fine by Well, me. I guess it de- depends on your definition of obscure. Okay. Um, Bosk is my favorite background character, but I don't know that he's necessarily obscure because everybody knows him. Okay, yeah, but yeah, but that's like, you know, it, that's he's not a major character. He's probably in, what, an empire for, again, the Clone Wars, I guess, now for a little bit. Yeah. He's not like a, like a big time screen on there, you know? Yeah, but he did. He did have a fairly large role in the Clone Wars because there was the episode where he uh, had uh, imprisoned a bunch of Wookies, and then uh, he uh, hooked yeah. up with Boba yeah. Fett for a while with uh, baby Boba Fett for a while, I believe. Um, so I like Bosk, but uh, for for a character that's that's I would say is really obscure, uh, I would probably have to say uh, I think Max Rebo, just because yeah. I think he's cute. 
He is cute. He and I that just that 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 the whole species that I think they're called Ortolans. Um, I just think I love the way I love that character design, and uh, I just really like him. So I would say it would be between Bosk and uh, and Max Rebo. And he's really he he reminds you of like a, of a of a of a Muppet. Like oh absolutely, you know what yeah. I mean to a T. And he is he is his nose, his fingers. He is cute and all. And there's a there's a great robot chicken sketch. I don't know if you've seen it, where he uh, he's trying to make his make it to the gig. He's trying to make it from That's, Jabba's palace. I think I've seen this. It sounds familiar. Yeah. And, and and he gets he ends up getting. Uh, I, th- I think he's on he's on the sail barge, and I think it is getting blown up. And he crawls his way out of the sarlacc, and he's got to make it to the gig. And he gets to the cantina, <laughs> Chalman's cantina, and and uh, Figrin Dan and his band are playing there. He's like, "Oh man, you gave the gig away." <laughs> I think I remember that one. Is is does he wear like I'm trying to think? Is he wearing pants? Does, does he wear clothes? Or he's got he a just, diaper on. Okay, I is thought he like so. a sumo diaper. Yeah, the the action figure. It's the same color as him, so it looks like he's naked. But I think he's supposed to be wearing some sort of some sort of underwear of some sort. I'd imagine it gets hot sitting inside that circular keyboard. That's yeah. the other reason I love him is because his action figure. You know, had that great little keyboard that he came with, and you could actually press the keys down. They didn't make any noise, but you could pretend that they did. Yeah, and he just so. he just sat right in, in the middle of that. Yeah, he's a good character. Yeah, have you guys have have you guys done him on Swick yet? I I, I want to say we. It's been ten years. I want to say we say we we must. I think have. you did. I think you did. I think you either. Yeah, I think you either did the whole band. I I'm, I'm pretty sure you did Droopy McCool. Yeah. Already, so I would imagine you've probably done Size Noodles and Max Rebo as well. And if it was Dave doing that character, he would have done all three to get the show done earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> then it was a trio. Yeah, yeah. And a bonus character, you know. Okay, Um. question four for you, Jeff. How did you find our podcast? Oh, wow. I don't remember. It's been so long. I've been listening since, uh, I think you guys were on maybe episode 10 or 11 when I found the show. Um. I've been listening to podcasts since uh, probably about 2005. Um, film spotting, which used, was at the time was called that Cinecast. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, that, that's the first podcast I ever I ever found. And um, I remember I had, I had gotten an iPad, and because I, the, the way I used to listen to podcasts is I would have to download them through iTunes and then load them onto my iPod. Yeah, and back in the day, I got it. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I got an iPad and I downloaded Downcast for it, and that's when I realized I could just subscribe there, refresh and everything. And so I did a search one day for Star Wars podcasts because I wasn't really familiar with many. I, f- I had found at the same time I found Star Wars Action News, uh, the Force Cast, and you guys at the same time. Nice. And you no, know, I t- you know I I take that back. I know how I found you guys. Okay. I found you because of the Grady's. Ooh, okay, yeah, okay. Because I found the Grady's, and then uh, somebody had mentioned Star Wars in character, and so I looked that up, and those were two, those are still two of my favorite podcasts ever, and um, I, I told you guys this before, but the the the, the Neo Zaz sort of formula is how I became inspired, part of, of what inspired me to do Marvin Dog Media the way that I did it. Because the thing that I loved about the Grady's and about Star Wars in character is because you had a very specific, um, a very specific guidelines for what you could, what you could and couldn't review, right. which helped help to focus the show. But the guidelines were not so uh, stringent that it left you with very little to discuss. Because like any movie in the '80s, that gives you plenty of options. 
with Star Wars in character, it has to be a minor character who's only on screen for, I don't know, however many minutes or less, but it still right. gives you a wealth of, of content. Yeah. And so when I decided to do Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, you know, of course, it was a toy line from our childhood or something like that. And um, with um, uh, with the pilot episode, you know, we, we only discussed the first episode of a television series. And now with uh, the Saturday Morning Supercast, uh, also on Rough and Down Media, uh, it has to be a cartoon that, that aired on Saturday mornings. And we always we don't always we're not always able to, but we always try to pair it with a serial that was on store shelves at the time the cartoon was airing. I, I enjoy that show a lot and all because you, you bring up cartoons or even serial where I was like, Oh yeah, that was out back then. It, it's a good yeah. it's a good um n- nostalgic um podcast to listen to actually. That that's one of those shows that when I mention it to people, I only ever had one person say do you really think people are going to going to want to listen to that? Every other single person that I've mentioned it to have said, "Oh man, I love that idea." Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, it's we've had a lot of fun with that one, and so so that's how I found Swick. And when I found you guys again, I think you were on maybe episode ten or eleven. So uh, my problem was I went back in and just wanted to listen to every everything you had, but I didn't want to run out of shows. So I like had to parse them out. I would like every day at work I would listen to a different one, to a, to a new one, and I started back at the beginning and then finally caught up about. Uh, probably by episode 20 or 25, I had caught up and was current. Wow. That's, that's yeah. just, I don't even remember, like, you know, we've been doing it for 10 years now. I don't even remember, like, what we did and how we did it. Like, because we want to go back and do a commentary, like, re-listen to the Lobot episode, our, our pilot episode, first one ever, just to hear how, what we did and, you know, if it was stupid. I Someone just told me that it was only like 20 minutes long. I'm like, what? Seriously? That's it? Yeah, the first few were, they, they started getting longer as you guys, when again, you know, when you added the trivia questions at the end and, and everything. And then um, I tell you what, what really, uh, the, the thing that I always enjoyed the most, though, was, um, you know, it's always just, it's just the interplay between all of you guys because, you know, you're all friends and that comes through. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the meme, but it's uh, this meme about what 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 a podcast is, and it's somebody sitting next to a wall with a picture of a bunch of people talking to one another, and he's got <laughs> headphones on listening to them. So that's what it should be. It should be you listening in on a conversation with a bunch of friends. Huh. That's kind of what I always think the the, the best podcasts are, uh, and so that's that's what it always was for for the Gradies and for for Swick. And uh, and again, that's what I've tried to do with Marvin Dog Media as well. I, I leave the shows a little shaggy, so you know I don't I don't edit them to within an inch of their lives. So it does. It sounds like a just a real conversation, normal conversation, yeah. and everything. Yeah, and and you guys have all of those. But the the thing that I always enjoyed the most was when you guys would talk about stuff from your childhood, from where you grew up. You know, the Wawa or or the um, or the Q Mart. Uh, <laughs> that was the other one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's the stuff like I, I talk about that stuff on, on my other shows and I've had people complain about it. Like, we don't care about that. Just talk about the show. And I'm like, well, you know, screw you. This is this is what I like to talk about. This right. is what I like to listen to other people talk about. And uh, yeah, those those first shows, they, they were they, they were they were shorter. They were short and sweet. We talked about about the um, three facts and what it was and what it, what it did. And then that was it. There was no talking about anything else of, you know, we, we didn't go off any side road about another fucking conversation about something else you know yeah they started they started getting extended when when the guys started giving you shit about the names that you would come up with which i, uh, I still enjoy which is always them. fun <laughs> yeah it's always fun and uh and then when you know when dave would 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 be the curmudgeon and complain about you know whatever else you guys brought up from the from the expanded universe uh that's you know it's just that those those things that, that became sort of that became 
standards within the show and tropes within the show, but but they happened organically. Right. And uh, so, yeah, I, I've been listening since uh, since, yeah, pretty close to the beginning. Not episode one, but it was it, it was like I said, I think it was about show f- maybe 15 or 20. Well, that's that's I, what I, I think. Most people, because no one they, like listens to episode one immediately because they don't even know what it is. They they got to find it or see it on online or something first, and then go back and, and listen to the old episodes. You know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, other than that, I don't remember how I came across the Grady's. I think I was just looking for movie podcasts, and uh, and you know I'm I'm Mister Eighties anyway. So uh, when I th- I thought that I was actually really jealous uh, when when I heard it when I heard both shows. The Grady's and Swick, I was jealous that I had not thought of them myself because they're both <laughs> such great concepts. See, if you were friends with me, you could you could have been on these these shows because you know I, they, those were my ideas. See, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, need to, I need to I need to just I need to mine your brain later on uh, <laughs> well, for any other idea podcast yeah. ideas. Now it's now it's not that you know memorable anymore. But yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, question five. I know the answer to this, but you got to tell everyone else out there. Did you ever meet any one of us? Why, yes. <laughs> I met all four of you. Oh, uh, do, I met, do tell. Yeah, I met, met you and Tim at Celebration Anaheim, and that was awesome because I was walking down. I was trying to find Dan, uh, Zare, and Corey Club from Coffee with Kenobi because I was helping them out. with. They did a, had a podcast stage uh, set up right after the opening ceremony. And uh, so rather than go to the opening ceremony, I went to the room where they were they were doing their they're going to do their podcast and kind of scoped it out to make sure everything was there. And I'd never met. I'd been interacting with you guys online for, oh, gosh, probably. Forever. Yeah. Two or three, three years, I think, at that point. And same with with Dan and, and, and Corey. And so but it was the first time any of us had met in person. I was looking for them and I hear Jeff McGee. <laughs> and I look over and it's you and Tim. Yeah. yeah. And, I think, uh, and I hate to say this. I, I, I mean, I don't want to bring back something from earlier, but I think we, we saw you because your hat. Yeah, you know, it was a hat, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I wear the hat, because... So, I'm tall, taller than everybody expects, and that was the other thing that time. Like, you were the first one that said, I kind of thought you were going to be taller. <laughs> and then that became sort of the running theme of that weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then even for, like, the, 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 the balls for all gatherings and whatnot, you would take photos with you on your knees and all, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, but it wasn't even you guys. Like I, people that uh, other people were like, "Yeah, I, I, you're taller than I thought you were going to be." And uh, I was doing another podcast with my friend Scott Murray at the time, and we had a co-host who lived out in uh, in Florida that was there. Her name was Trisha Barr, and uh, they had met up. And he said, uh, "Have you have you seen Jeff yet?" She goes, "No, I don't know how to find him." He says, "Well, he's wearing a hat. Look for him. He's really tall." And she goes, "Wait, he's tall? I don't know why. <laughs> Apparently, I photographed what? short, but yeah." like in your pictures or, or your selfies or something that it's the angle of what you're doing but yeah you, you always look tiny well it's because i shoot them from up uh, up above a little bit because that's the best angle chris when you're an actor you learn these sorts of things you learn about your best side and your best angle for, and, your, for your good side and your bad side okay yeah well your 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 least bad side if you're me but uh but yeah uh i met you guys and then marcus doring was there with you guys and yeah, then marcus. the next morning um, I think it was. I think it was the next morning. Yeah, that we went to the uh, the cemetery with Tim. That's always you know if Tim's around, then we're going to, to a cemetery. Well, which which reminds me, if if we do make it to Anaheim in twenty twenty two, we've got to go back to that cafe though. And if you remember, the bacon, oh, yeah, best bacon on the planet. So we got we got to find that place again. But uh, I remember that. But yeah, 
that that was cool. And then then I met Matt at uh, the balls for all that night. Dave didn't make it down there. I didn't meet Dave until uh, until uh, Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Met him at the balls for all in Orlando. So yeah, I've, I've met all of you guys. I missed your. Uh, I, I I was there for your. Um, for your podcast stage, but I missed the, uh, the, the game show you guys did at, at Orlando because, uh, that was the same time as the coffee with Kenobi podcast. Stage I remember and I that. To help them. Yeah. yeah. We did our obscure character, um, face off yeah. face off. That was, that's right. Yeah. I, I missed, I missed it. I hated that. I had to miss it, but yeah, but no, it, it was great when, especially, you know, you and Tim and I have really been uh, stayed, stayed, stayed in touch. I think we pretty much, uh, talk just about every day. I mean, yeah. Daily. Yeah, there's, there's uh, some kind of group text, Going out there, something stupid that we saw, or, or we want to, you know, tell each other, and all. Yeah, it's 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 nice. I mean, that's the best thing about podcasting is you meet so many people who wind up being your friends who you don't even see or hang out with. You just are, are friendly, I guess, through podcasting. You know? Yeah, you you meet through podcasting, and that and that opens up other doors. And the great thing about it is, uh, is that 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 convention especially was great because I. I met you guys for the first time, and I met Corey and Dan for the first time, and I had the same thing with them. We've got a group text going as well. And it's so nice when you meet people that you've been interacting with online, and they're as advertised. You know, yes. you, you and Tim are are who you are. They're who you present you present yourselves to be, and I, I try to be the same way. And it's it's so disheartening when you meet somebody and you realize, oh, you're you're kind of a you're kind of a jackass, and mm-hmm. uh Yes, in real life, and uh, you just have this carefully Clark crafted persona. But, but it's it's really nice when you meet people and you and you really do you know that 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 sort of connection continues in you know IRL in real life. Yeah, and that's that's what's fun. Like that thing is a good part of our show is that no one puts on an act. Like we are who we are. Like uh, behind the mic or off the mic, I guess. You know what I mean? Like we we don't put on a show. We don't we don't write down scripts. We don't do anything. We just who that that's who we are. You know exactly and. And unlike some other podcasters, none of us think that what we do is more important than it really is, yes. or that what we do makes us more important than it really does. And I, I, I won't say any names, but I think I know exactly some of the podcasts that you're even talking about. Oh uh, well, I, you know, I, yeah, you, you know exactly. I mean, and, and yeah. some of them are ones that I don't even listen to, but you know, it's just uh, that whole thing of of uh, you know measuring your importance by the number of downloads or the mm-hmm. number of listeners or the number yes. of. Twitter followers or or or, Likes, or any of that, that stuff, stuff. Yeah. and and that's why I don't know about you guys, but with my stuff, I have people ask me a lot of, uh, all the time. You know, what, what can, what's your listenership like? What are your downloads like? And I'm like, I honestly have no idea. Mm-hmm. You're just doing I've it for never, yourself and, and your friends. I've never well, and I and I'm I know myself well enough to know that I'm just competitive enough that if I started looking at that stuff, I would try to figure out why my numbers were not as good as some other podcast. It will get under your skin, and it, and it will it get under take- my skin. Take away, like a, a party, a piece of you of doing the show, almost right. And, and and the main reason that I started podcasting, to be honest with you, the main reason I started podcasting was so it's that for I the had, women. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but it was it was so that I had have scheduled time every week, every two weeks, you know, scheduled time regularly to connect with my friends. Yeah, and that's, um, that's part of it. You know, Taylor is my is my best friend, and so we have. We have a time set up mostly once a week that we we sit down and we record. But there's always time before and after that you know we just kind of you know bullshit and Shoot say hey shit. how's yeah. it going what's going on yeah um, and and the same with uh, on the pilot episode in the Saturday morning supercast my old roommate Corey is one of my co-hosts on there and my uh, co-host on the pilot episode Regina is is one of my dear friends uh, she's 
the thing with Regina is weird. She lives here in the Metroplex with me, but we've never been in the same room together. That is weird. Like it's bizarre. Yeah. Like why? Why won't you guys like? It's just a time. It's just a timing thing. She was okay. on uh, a show. The show that I was doing with Scott. She came on as a co-host, and uh, it's we just we live in separate areas of the Metroplex, and it's just never. There were have been a couple of times that we were supposed to get together, and then COVID happened, and, mm. and all of that. And then uh, Olivia, who's the other co-host on the Saturday Morning Supercast, uh, and her husband John is my co-host on Banta Banter. We met because she's an actress, and we did a show together uh, back in 2014. Wow, we did a, we did a play together, and so uh, you know, and again, it's, these are people that I, I just enjoy, just genuinely enjoy their company. And you know, you and Tim and I have joked from time to time about doing a show together, but again, timing just doesn't ever work out. Yeah. But uh, but that's that's just the main thing, and you know, I when I'm thinking about new show ideas and everything it's always just kind of what would i want to listen to i'm trying to fill that void of because there's yeah uh, I, there, there's anything that you're going to enjoy there's at least one of the person out there who's going to enjoy it as well guaranteed yeah and and i've had i've had people and you guys have had this happen as well that i've had people message me and say hey i just want to let you know that your shows are have, have, have been kind of a bright spot for me i've been having a rough time the last couple of months but I can always count on a couple of laughs whenever I listen to any of your stuff, and I just want to thank you for it. And that's something that I, I don't let it, it means a lot. I don't let it go to my head right. because I, I feel like performance, you know, I'm an actor, so but I feel like my performance is my service to someone else. It's it's not something I it's not something I've ever done for my own ego. Not that, you know, applause and 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 compliments and everything don't mean anything. But the only time that I truly feel like I'm of service is when I'm making somebody else laugh. Yeah, that's and that's, that's, the, that's the best feeling. And we've got plenty of those two messages, you know, thanks for this, thanks for that. And it does mean a lot. It really, like, who knew four assholes could make someone's life better? You know exactly. Mean? Yeah. Exactly. Including my own. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, my own life, not my own asshole. <laughs> Damn, man, I was talking about your asshole still. All right. Well, the night is young. <laughs> All right, um, question six. Now it's going to get deep now. What is your favorite part of our show? And if you want uh, to say my, the names, I'll sit back and I'll just take it in. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, the, the, it is. It's it's two things. It's it, Well, the, it's the names. <laughs> I, I always love the, the learning about the characters and everything. Right. But I always looked forward to the names and then the game at the end of the show. Trivia, yeah. The game... A lot of people Mostly were saying because that. I was always I'm, I'm always amazed that you don't know the answer to these questions about the movies that you've been watching <laughs> literally your entire life because I've seen it so many times and now it's just <laughs> it's just one big melted pot. I, it's just I, it I've never won together. a game of Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, so don't feel bad. <laughs> that's 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 the worst. And I hate that too sometimes when there's like a Star Wars trivia night or something. And people look at me like you better get this shit right. Like it's too much pressure sometimes. You know what I mean? I know yes. Star Wars, but I don't know everything about Star Wars, you know? Oh, I know it. And when you're when you're on the spot, it's one of those things that you you know, you everybody knows that you know it and it, it it would be like being on Jeopardy. They could ask you, you know, who uh you know, who said laugh it up fuzzball in the Empire Strikes Back and I would uh, <laughs> You would freeze, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, you would freeze up, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, but those are the two parts of the show that I can yell at my phone and say, You should have said this. <laughs> I I guarantee a lot, a lot of people, yeah. Get get mad when we don't know, or 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 like some of them are so are so detailed, and who doesn't? I don't know everything about it. You know what I mean? 
but well, yeah, the way they're worded sometimes it can be a little it can be a little uh can be a little confusing yeah. so I, I do i cut you a little bit of slack but those honestly those are my favorite parts of the show because though and again those are the parts where it's really just you guys ragging on one another and and <laughs> yeah. you can just kind of tell that that's that, that's a form of affection for you all you know that that's how you show one another that you care is by giving each other a hard time but well, that's the thing guys can bust bust each other's balls and we don't care. Like, like girls... Oh, I know plenty you, of women who bust balls with the best of them, too. So, okay. Yeah. But, but a lot of them, though, like, hold grudges. Or they, they never forget. Guys just, you know, bust balls, and the next minute we're okay with, with each other, you know? Exactly. Right. I always tell people, if I'm nice to you, it means I probably don't like you. <laughs> you must fucking hate me, then. Christ. Okay. Whew. All right. No, I just know you have a fragile ego. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question seven for you. Um, do you have a favorite episode of ours? Um, out of you know four hundred and something, I don't even know what's out there. But my my favorite episodes are, uh, and this may or may not surprise you. My favorite episodes are the uh, the Christmas specials. Those are fun. Yes, and okay. It's it's also because those make me really jealous because that's something I've always wanted to do, and I've never had the wherewithal to to put it together. Right, but it's that I, I've always said I, I if I ever became a celebrity, I would only want to become a celebrity so that I could have a holiday special every year. <laughs> and you guys doing that, it was like it was the best of both worlds. It was holiday specials and it was Star Wars together, and they were always so much fun. Especially, I think it was was the 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 first one where where Tim had lost his Christmas spirit. Yeah, and we're trying to, to we're trying to know, give it back. Give it back to and him. And yeah. I think that the thing that impressed me the most was Dave in that one because, as an actor, it's hard to to act like you're a bad actor. Yeah, and I was really yeah. impressed with the way he did that because it was so earnest and so calculatedly bad. He, and the way he read his lines and everything, it was it was just really impressive to me. Well, Dave, Dave and Matt are most are the two who really do you know write that stuff and and and, and get those things going. But Dave is a, a, he can do anything. He's a fantastic actor. He can sing. He can do a lot of shit and all. And yeah, and you're right. Like if him him doing what he did during the, those shows shows you how great he fucking really is. Yeah, no, it, it was really, I was really impressed. And and again, you know, you all, uh, everybody contributed, and it was always just a lot of fun. So those are the ones, and those are the ones that I go back and listen to usually at Christmas time. I kind of miss, like, we're, we're long overdue for another holiday special, and I always wanted to do a, a um, Halloween e- kind of episode. I'm available for guest voices, and I sing too, I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, let, me, let me pencil in right there. <laughs> all right, um... Number question number eight. Um, what do you want more of on the show? Like, like, what do you want us to to do more of? Like something that you're like, ooh, I wish they would do this. Shows. You know what? <laughs> I, I guess I'm asking that question because everyone, I'm, every time I'm asking this, people say shows, episodes. <laughs> But I mean, that's it. You know, that's it. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's that's the thing is I just I just want I, I want more of it, um, you know, um, and, and, and more honestly, more holiday shows. I, w- I would love more holiday shows because, you know, again, as much as I love the, the, the main shows and the main thrust of the shows, those are just a lot of fun. And you guys do them so well. Um, 
and and again the, the reason i get so jealous is because it is so well done if it was if it was something that was just kind of slapdash and thrown together I'd be like oh well they don't really know what they're doing but when i hear you guys do it like i literally do i get i get jealous i'm like this is so good <laughs> yeah, yeah and that i don't do that often with with other with with things i mean because most most of the time I've, i'm like okay yeah that, that's great whatever but when i hear you guys doing this i'm like I, I want to do that so much, but again, I don't have the wherewithal, the equipment, the time, or the energy for it, and uh, so I just sort of live vicariously through all of you doing these holiday shows. So that—that's really, honestly, that's what I want more of. Well, I remember like when Matt came up here one time. Uh, Matt, Dave, and I were in my basement here, like doing one of these shows, and it was—it was so much I think fun. Was video, right? Of that? Yeah, there's video yeah. of it. Me trying to sing. Yeah. I didn't understand how the beat was going or something, but it was <laughs> it was hysterical. I'm not, you know, I, I, I in in my ears it sounded fine, <laughs> but to everyone else it didn't sound good. Yeah, those of us who have you know things like pitch and uh, <laughs> rhythm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, um, two more questions to go, and now now it's now it's getting you know off track here. But number nine. If you could make a slogan or like a tagline, have uh, there's a poster, Star Wars in character, what would you make the tagline or or slogan say? Well, I Jeff stinks. Give me give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, are you writing it down? <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of just exactly how to word this. Star Wars in character, and then you know whatever you want to put underneath it. <laughs> Star Wars in character. Have the mute button ready. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's some yeah some some. I language. think you guys at least for a while were the only Star Wars podcast that got the explicit warning on iTunes. Yeah, and, and that we actually thought for a while that that would um draw people away. You know, no, what of I mean? course not. No, it's you know you guys are sort of the bad boys of Star Wars podcasting. Like like, but none of it is mean spirited. Yeah. That's the difference. So, and that's why that's the reason that that I, I that I love do another reason I love your show is that it's it's not mean spirited. You guys, you know, you'll you'll break one another's balls all the all the time. Right. But but you there's always again there's always that underlying affection and you're always punching up when you do make fun of something or someone. You're always punching up. You're not ever punching down, and that's important. And and that's what makes it work, and that's what makes all of you guys likable. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you once, but I. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to the show at, at my job one time, and the guy that was behind me turned around and said, "Could you turn the volume down a little bit?" Because he kept hearing you laugh. <laughs> he goes, There's a guy on there that just keeps laughing, and it's really loud and shrill, and it's distracting. I said, "Yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's Chris. He, uh, yeah, he's loud." <laughs> I love it. Was, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, did you have on headphones? Yep. <laughs> yep. And ear- earbuds. They were earbuds, so yeah, it wasn't earbuds, completely yeah. isolated. But yeah, it was loud enough that that. And this guy was old too, so I think his hearing was going. Was so gonna, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty pretty uh, pretty impressive. How close was he sitting next to you for crying out loud? Uh, he was sitting probably uh, four feet away. We were back to back. Our desks backed up to one another. He was sitting probably four feet away. Maybe it was a funny episode. Maybe it was just a good episode. I was laughing at a lot. Yeah, because you never you never laugh otherwise. No, <laughs> no, I don't. All right, Jeff, this is your final question. Question 10. Okay. Um, my last, the last person that I had on, Sarah, 
She actually guessed what this question was and got it right. Okay. I'm not even going to try. I know. I don't even know how she... Once I start explaining something, I guess you'll, you'll catch on. Okay. You, you know that, that famous question, fuck, marry, kill? Okay. Am I right? Have you heard yes. this? Okay. But there's four of us. Right. So I added one. Yeah, uh, fuck, marry, kill, high five. Okay? Okay. Out of the four of us, you get to pick who you want to do what to. And you can go into, into full detail if you want, or short and sweet, whatever you want to do. This is tough. <laughs> Why is this tough? Well, I don't. I wouldn't want to kill any of you. That okay? That's not the problem. I, the other three, that. the other three, the other three questions, I have, I, I know the answer to already. But the kill is the one that I'm like. So okay, okay. So I'll start with uh, start with the high five. I'll high five Dave because that seems about as much affection as he would be comfortable with. <laughs> I love the reasoning why people are saying these answers. I love them. Um, I would, I would fuck Tim because I just have a feeling that he's a gentle and generous lover. <laughs> okay. All right. And appreciative above all. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, I would marry you because yeah. you're a good provider for, for your family. You're a great dad to your kids. I see, I see how you interact with them and, and you love animals and you know, you're just a good guy. And I could, I could see myself cohabitating with you, uh, in, in peace and harmony and us having a good time. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. As long as you didn't mind me having, you know, Tim on the side as my my mastress. <laughs> you can you can roll over, you know, and do your thing with Tim, then roll back over to me and just cuddle. <laughs> exactly. So the problem is that leaves me killing Matt, and I don't want to kill Matt. Matt is sort of the, the Matt is sort of the, the 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 driving force behind the show. He is. So without Matt, there is no Neozaz. This is true. And and Matt makes really good beer from what I what I see, and, and Matt's got a really cool dog. Maybe how about maybe just give him. Can I just hospitalize him for it? Can I just can I stop short of killing him and just just hospitalize him for a little bit? Yes, you can. But I, I will say this though: sooner or later, you're gonna pull that plug. <laughs> no, what would happen is I would trip over the plug accidentally and unplug him. That's what would happen. That's perfect because so it really... would be it would be manslaughter. It wouldn't be killing. It would just be manslaughter. Yeah, you're not really killing him on purpose. There was an accident. Right. I'm causing his death, but I'm not exactly killing him. Okay, I, I that's about accept- all. I, that's about all I could live with there, because I, I love Matt too. I will accept all those answers and all. All right, well, Jeff, um, anything you want to plug? Anything you're doing? Feel free, put it out there for everybody. Well, as I've said, uh, MarvinDogMedia.com for all of your podcast needs for Marvin Dog Media. We have Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff. We have, uh, which is a, as you may have guessed, about vintage toys. Uh, the pilot episode in which we watch and review the first episode of a different television series every time. We have a lot of fun with that. Uh, the last episode we recorded was the A Team, so um, I'm not sure if it will be out by the time this drops, but uh, you can look forward to that. Uh, Saturday morning supercast, Saturday morning cartoons and breakfast cereal. And uh, Chris and Tim have both been on that one, and I plan to have you guys both on to talk about droids and Ewoks at some point soon. Which I got to watch them again. They're on the Disney Plus now, aren't they? But uh, Ewoks is. I haven't put Ewoks on is? I don't okay. know why. Yeah, I wonder why. T- I d- right. Some and kind then of- uh, for in the Star Wars realm, there's Bantha Banter, and uh, that th- there's this is like Bantha Banter 2.0. There's an iteration where I. I spend time with my friend John discussing just the minutia of the, the series. We have either a film moment or a topic of discussion for it. And then uh, usually 
John will spend the last half of the show pontificating about something to do with the music. And I just find it fascinating because John is a doctorate. He has a doctorate in conducting. And so this man knows his music and he loves film music and John Williams in particular. And uh, you said yourself, you know, I I could listen to him talk all day. Yeah, he's a he knows his shit. He's, He's a smart man. Yeah. And uh, then on top of all that, I also have a show called Star Wars Splash Page where my friend Matt and I uh, review each of the Star Wars comics that get released each week. So that drops every Wednesday uh, for the comics that are releasing that day. So if you are planning to read the comics, you want to read them before you listen to the show because they're spoilerific. Matt used to cover comics for the Associated Press, so he knows his stuff as well. You're, you'll notice that what I, my, my, my trick is I find people who know more than I do and then I just sit and ask them questions and let them talk. And it makes me look like I'm smarter than I really am. <laughs> I can lead to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I assume that's why you asked me to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that Star Wars splash page. And those are all available anywhere you uh, look for podcast iTunes. Uh, we're on, uh, I believe we're on Stitcher. We were for a while. Um, so yeah. And if you do have any questions about that, you can always email me marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Or just find me on uh, Twitter or Facebook at Marvin Dog Media. Well, Facebook has each show, but yeah, Twitter at Marvin Dog Media. Perfect. <clears throat> I want to thank you, Jeff, to being on because you were one of the one of the, the few people I thought of immediately to have on. And thank you for being on with me. And um, hope you had had fun marrying and fucking and killing one of us. Yes, and high fiving day and high fiving day. So, um, uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening to this episode and. I will see you next episode with Swicken with Chris. See you again. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.